Welcome to the Funky Pharmacist Podcast. This is Sarah, and I'm here with Hillary. Today we're going to talk about a little bit, um, dive off where we left, dive in where we left off last time um, with empowerment and kind of uh, talk about Hillary's, I'm going to say, gut issues over the years. Hmm. Well, what was that look for? Multiple issues. That all stem from your gut. Yeah, so I'm not wrong. So, we're going to start a long, long time ago. Hillary was, this is like five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what came first? It's like the chicken or the egg? Constipation or... I don't remember. <laughs> I think they were at the same time. Yeah, so uh, let's just go with the easier one first. Um, GI issues, right? Chronic constipation. That we're going to get, like, near and dear to, we're just going to say what it is. Mm-hmm. Could not poop. Horrible. And that wasn't like me, right? It kind of actually came pretty suddenly. Um, meanwhile, let's transition, I was having, like, bladder issues. It felt like I had a bladder infection all the time, or, like, I had the need to go pee, but I could not, I didn't have to. Um, it was, like, this just sensation. So... I didn't have any, I didn't really have, I didn't maybe trust my primary care doctor, right? I didn't. You weren't a fan? No, it's not like I didn't like them, but again, I just, this is why I do what I do. But I, I actually went to the specialist myself. So went to um, gastroenterologist, suggested a colonoscopy. Everything checked out fine. Nothing's wrong with me. Blah. And still having these issues. So their thing was you just keep on taking your Miralax and, you know, which Miralax is only helping a certain um, extent. Then, while that was going on, I was having these, these bladder issues and I went to urgent care several times. Um, I had a history of kidney stone, so I didn't know if it was a kidney stone, because I couldn't tell the difference. Like, I got a very high pain tolerance, so kidney stones don't really put me over the edge. Um, I didn't know if it was a kidney stone or a bladder infection, so everything checked out fine. Um, so then I went to a urologist. Urologists did, they ended up doing a scope to see how my bladder was. Everything, it looked kind of like irritated, right? Mm-hmm. So they thought it was like interstitial cystitis, but they didn't know what was causing it. That was to the urologist. So he didn't know what to kind of do with me. Went to gynecologist. Um, they said, well, it's interstitial cystitis. So let's maybe you want to be on some amitriptyline to kind of, you know, trick your nerves to kind of calm them down. Do you want to be get bladder installations? Do you want to get... Um, you want to be put on Elmiron, and then that's just, you know, what it is. They didn't talk about diet. They didn't talk about anything. It was just, this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And These are your Band-Aids. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then I'm like, this isn't cool. So then I went to U of M, and this is where, you know, Hillary believes in second opinions, right? If you don't know what's going on, get a second opinion. So I got a second opinion. And U of M has a urogynecology department, which is great. Um, they really didn't help me much at all. Um, I believe they're, no, 
I don't think they meant they mentioned the FODMAP, like the inflammatory food things. I don't think they did. I ended up going to gastroenterologist there, ended up to do a poop study, I had to poop out a balloon and blah, 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 blah. I passed that. That was fine. But still, now I'm getting to know what's going on, you know. Their their whole idea was to put me on Linzess, which is um, for IBS. Mm-hmm. Or constipation, I guess. That worked. But still, when the nurse called and told me the results of everything, um, my question was, is this something I'm just going to have to stay on for the rest of my life? Yep. Mm-hmm. Not cool. No. 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 Not cool. So I don't... At that time, Tanner, my son, was kind of transitioning, and we're figuring out the whole gluten and the behavioral thing to him. Meanwhile, my guts, my my whole, oh, you know what? I forgot, gynecology-wise. I got a pelvic ultrasound, too, to see if what's causing this inflammation in my pelvis and abdominal and whole cavity. It just, nothing was moving. Everything was just felt inflamed. It's just weird. I don't know. It's like this weird sensation. You just know it's like inflammation. That checked out, too. So I, got, I went everywhere to get everything mm-hmm. checked out. Perfect. And then I believe it was just going off gluten um, with Tanner. Then I started noticing and seeing correlations. I believe that's what kind of triggered everything, right? I think so, yeah. Because I know you were taking, I don't remember what you were taking, if it was the Elmiron or the Lens S for a while, but then you stopped. I mean, I don't think you took it for a month. It was a little zest, and zest really worked, but I kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, all that, I mean, nothing, I can, the moral of the story is go to diet, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sarah would hound me on drinking, which I was not a good drinker. So you're still not a good drinker. Um, so the water aspect, it's mm-hmm. like go to square one, back to square one. Um, now we know magnesium, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably way deficient magnesium. Um, our magnesium here is, you know, the pharmacy's Miralax. That's our tool, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it works. Mm-hmm. But we're not using it as a band-aid. We're using it at the thing, at the no, you're knowledge that everyone, 95% of us is deficient magnesium. Mm-hmm. So we replace that deficiency that we're not getting in our food and soil, yeah. and boom, oh, everything works. You're correcting the issue. You're not putting a band-aid on it. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's that. So it kind of worked out fine, right? Yeah. Everything was, the interstitial cystitis went away. Um, constipation kind of corrected itself. Fast forward a little bit, probably two years. Um, uh, no, we're going to subtract one year. Around that time, I started having body aches, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost I wanted to diagnose myself as fibromyalgia. But all my markers, blood markers, um, like rheumatoid arthritis, everything checked out fine. But I was still very, very sensitive. Still pressure points. I wasn't sleeping that good. Um, that kind of got better when I went off the gluten. Um, but it was still there. Then my husband, James, passed away, moving, opening the store. And I guess at that time, I'm trying to, like, sum up everything, right? I had the bladder stuff under control just by gluten. So, and then at the end of this, we'll put a synopsis and what I did and what I feel. 
strongly about of what helped me. But um, James passed, then store, then I was back at kind of having like body aches, I guess, right? So mm-hmm. we opened the store two years ago. Um, over that time, body aches became pretty prominent. The good thing about, I guess, I've got an advantage because I'm like a guinea pig, right? So I get all these free test kits to try out, to try to figure out how to read a test and get the... How the test works. How the test works. So I'm like a guinea pig. So I had all these options um, to kind of help myself. But overall, it, it turned out to be a gut issue. And I kind of, I was at a point where I was waking up every morning Sore as heck. I felt like I was 80 years old. I had body aches. Fatigue is all get out. I mean, I really, I don't know. It was bad. And the sad thing about this whole process, anyone's whole process, is we are conditioned to think that this is normal, right? Mm-hmm. And there You're must 40. be some label for it. Mm-hmm. You're 40. 40, you know, you're starting to go downhill from there. And, and to me, that is not, that's. It's BS. It is. And it's not like the doctors are telling me that. They kind of almost act like it's normal, but they don't tell you that it's normal. Society in itself kind of conditions you as thinking that it's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, Hillary was fed up with it. It's like, this is not right. So a lot of times, let me circle back and say, you know, we use our intuition a lot here. And my intuition, if I listen, if you listen to yourself, if you listen to your body, it kind of directs you where you need to go. So crazy enough, I was, I felt like I needed to do a food intolerance test. Um, so I did a food intolerance test. But meanwhile, other tests that I've done beforehand, the, so the Genova stool effects test, we did that. So it kind of tests what bacteria is in there, if there's any pathogens in there, if you have any good digestive enzymes, what your fat content is, digestive enzyme content, um, inflammation, all these different markers. So that was very beneficial. I kind of got a good idea of what was going on. I mean, my, my even though I was taking probiotics, um, I had a very bad, um, I don't want, it wasn't a bad colonization of, it didn't have a good broad spectrum of good bugs, I guess. Flora. Um, flora, yes, thank you for your... <laughs> um, inflammation markers were kind of elevated. So all these markers kind of pinpointed to SIBO, which is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. I didn't really have the traditional symptoms of SIBO, but again, I had a, um educational test up my sleeve or at my disposal. So I did that, did the whole methane um, breath test, sent that in. Um, so that was a tool that was useful. Uh, that turned out negative. So I knew I didn't really have to worry about that. I mean, these are all conclusive tests, but it kind of gives you an idea of where you need to Where you need to go. Um, yeah, where you need to go. Um, so then, because of those tests, I'm like, something's still going, something, I'm still feeling like really bloated, really inflamed, um, something was not right. Couldn't fart, couldn't burp, just no gut sounds. Motility was not there. 
from the motility aspect, we did Motella Pro by Pure Encapsulations and that, like Ginger and then 5-HTP, which kind of helps promote motility. And that that was like my natural lens to be honest with you. So, <laughs> you know, all these natural things. Um, and your magnesium. And my magnesium. There's a lot of um, little markers that we kind of tweaked. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that shortly. Then I did the food sensitivity test. And we've, ta- we've done a podcast on food sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's look back on that. So this was IgG testing. So I had, I was, it isn't about an allergy. It's about more sensitivity. So I was sensitive to limes, chickpeas. Um, beef. beef was huge. That was number eggs. four. Eggs. And what's nice is, you know, when you're in tune with your body and you know your body and you start taking these things out one by one, you know what it's doing. So as soon as I stopped eggs, I stopped getting a little, it's almost like dry patches in between my fingers that I thought was more wintertime dryness than anything. I, I have not had those patches, itchy patches, um, since I stopped eating eggs. Um, well, you did cheat and eat some eggs and they came back. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes, I did my... Yeah experimental phasing but the huge thing was beef took the beef out and it was like uh, no more achy joints no more soreness you know i was going out i was just last night i was thinking i during the winter i went out and fed the horses in the barn right i could barely lift a water bucket and thinking how the heck am i going to do this i had no energy i was fatigued no muscle strength Back was killing me. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't live the rest of my life like this. But last night, I'm thinking, oh, it's amazing. I'm like, what I should be. You're like Hercules out there lifting those water buckets? Yeah. that's. I mean, it's it's crazy. So beef was my huge trigger. Took beef out. I mean, no body aches, no, like, tender points, no back aches, no. I was always having to go to the chiropractor to get adjusted because this just, I was in an inflammatory state everywhere. Not say I, I still go there. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just, oh, it's amazing. So what's the correlation? Like, so let's talk about the food sensitivity test, like your test and my daughter's test, and how they were similar. So when you have a lot of sensitivities that come up, right, mm-hmm. it's indica- in- indicative of, I want to say, leaky gut or intestinal permeability issues. Is that what you're getting at? Yep. So all these, like, proteins or all these structures of these the foods that are not getting digested properly are leaking through these intestinal walls going into your bloodstreams and creating whatever reactions inflammatory reactions almost more or less at your weakest spots kind of right mm-hmm. for your daughter it manifested itself as more behavioral and emotional mm-hmm. mine's more physical mm-hmm. um, so as soon as I pull those out and take supplements such as glutamine, aloe, licorice to kind of heal that gut permeability up, then. And mind you, how long have I been going through this? Five, six, seven years? Mm -hmm. And it took um, six months of glutamine powder with other stuff in there, but glutamine powder to heal that up. I can now eat beef and not, like, I'm, I'm very... Careful now, because I don't want to, like... Send yourself over the edge. Correct. But, I mean, total... I mean, I can... I have no problem with bowel issues anymore. I have no 
bladder issues anymore. I have it, it all came down to food. I guess that's another thing to talk about too is everybody's got a trigger if they got a leaky gut thing, right? So your trigger was chronic constipation, I'm going to guess, because everything was there and it didn't have anywhere to go, kind of, and just that's what happened. Where my daughter's was probably more um, the fact that she was C-section birth, not breastfed, and had a couple bouts of, like, ear infections and antibiotics as a kid and wasn't supported from the get-go. So different reasons, but the same condition. Same approach to healing it. You took Glutashield powder, um, and that's what my daughter's doing as well. So it's very interesting. The hope would be behind those products that you can heal that gut. And then your sensitivities, though they might always be in the back burner back there, aren't as prevalent Correct. if you do slip up and have some. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be I couldn't tolerate certain probiotics. It would make me worse. Um, I can't probiotics don't bug me anymore. In fact, it helps me. So it's just... And if I would have, back in the day, approached that situation as gut issues, I mean, there was probably predisposing, there's something, I don't know if it was stress or there's something that triggered all that in the beginning that I still haven't really figured out. It would make sense for it to be stress. Well, yeah, I mean. I think that was right around when James was diagnosed and all that kind of stuff. A little bit. Oh, well, it was Tanner being going through his stuff, oh, yeah. starting it. Full-time mom, or mm-hmm. full-time pharmacist. Pharmacist mom. I mean, yeah, it's probably stress. But if I would have corrected that problem and addressed, number one, diet with either an anti-inflammatory diet or elimination diet or something like that, that I had no, no one backed me up on that or no one gave me that suggestion, mm-hmm. shame on them. Um, at first, I think I was on probiotics, but I mean, if I would have known what I know now with it, I would have never. Totally different approach. I mean, I was miserable. I was walking around like almost feeling pregnant and bloated and just, I, oh God, I just remember just feeling miserable. I remember you feeling miserable. Yeah. Not nearly as pleasant of a person to be around when you're miserable. No. No, and now I, I don't know. It's just, it's amazing. But it all goes down to, it comes to empowerment, right? Mm-hmm. No, this answer's not good enough and keep on looking until... Mm-hmm. Well, if you would have stopped where they told you to stop, you'd be just taking Linzess for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, creating more problems, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep on worsening that leaky gut issue and then it manifests itself as... Autoimmune. Auto, yeah. God knows what next. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it kind of. It's crazy. With what you believe, say no. Ask questions. If you don't like it, keep on going somewhere else. I think that's one of the hardest things with my daughter with all this is. She's a kid, so she's tempted by things that she should not have because she's sensitive to. But she is also a <laughs> strong little girl who will tell people what's up. Um,. So more than me and her dad pushing her to do this, she's decided that she wanted to cut out gluten and things like that to heal her gut because she knows if she does that, the rest of her life is just going to be better. And um, I think... What a better age to learn that. Yeah, exactly. I think it's the adults in her life that have a harder time with that than her. Because and, it's harder for them. Yeah, and they don't realize that, you know, that she's sticking to her convictions on it. And I, I admire her for that. She, not to say that she doesn't... Um, 
slip up here and there, but we found really good ways to give her um, other alternatives. It's amazing uh, what they have out there now that's gluten-free and stuff like that. So it's been a learning experience, but it's definitely doable. Luckily, I watched you and Tanner for years, so I had all the ins and what kind of good pancake mix to buy and things like that. The <laughs> good gluten-free bread. It's a learning. It definitely is learning. It's not easy, but I don't know. That's my go-to. So I guess let me wrap it up and say what I'm on, you know, mm-hmm. supplement-wise, right? I also did a, do you know what it has, a um, urine test that tests your levels of certain vitamins, too. Mm-hmm. which is, you can't really do a blood. It's more urine metabolites, and it works out awesome. So everything was checking out. Well, it's kind of so tricky, tricky, right? So my, my bees were good. Um, but there's other tests to find. You can do that urine void test like I did. My B, B vitamins were on, on point. But let's just say you did your Dutch. Would you say your B vitamins are, were good? My B vitamins were not good because I am not a methylator, or I am a methylator, and I was taking methylated B vitamins. You were over-methylator. Yeah. So that tells us, like, I, I would dare say at a certain point your Bs are pretty good because you're using... You had too much methylated, broken... Methylated means kind of broken down, mm-hmm. broken down B, so we had a... So there's Regular other, bees, yeah. you don't necessarily have to do tests, expensive tests like we did. No. They're two, three, four hundred dollars. There's other clues that can be given. Um, but I was taking B vitamins. I was, I'm taking magnesium. Probiotic. Now I can add a good probiotic on and it doesn't kill my stomach. Should probably talk about your salt form of magnesium and why you chose that. Magnesium citrate because that loosens tends to loosen bowel mm-hmm. more for constipated types of people. So that magnesium citrate. I'm on B complex. I'm on alpha lipoic acid, which normally I wouldn't add in, but the um, that urine test um, said I was short on alpha lipoic acid, which is good. It's um, like an antioxidant almost. Helps with your sugar control, nerve issues, things like that, which I don't have an issue with. But um, omegas, so that alone, before I did the food sensitivity test, took off a lot of inflammation, took away a lot of inflammation. So omegas, I'm on a multivitamin. I'm on vitamin D. I make sure my vitamin D levels are appropriate. That in itself can be trigger arthritis and anxiety, depression, things like that. Mm-hmm. What else? My you, you take digest enzymes every now and then. Bitters. Bitters, yep. That will help kind of break down my food. Uh, more for bloating. That, to me, is kind of like, um, shoot, if you eat too much, overindulge or even have heartburn, that will kind of cut that out. I'm on CoQ10. That is an antioxidant. I should dare say I have circulation issues too, but we won't get into that. Your circulation issues, we believe, stem from hormone issues, though. Possibly. 
I also think um, circulation is probably more from an inflammatory state, too. Mm-hmm. That's true. So we did that. I don't know what else. I'm not a lot. Um, stress complex. Uh, uh, my tincture form. Yeah. Ashwagandha, Shoshana berries. Dave Winston's formula, Calm Adapt, so that kind of helps balance stress. I'm trying to think. I got a lot in my pill box. Vitamin C to kind of help stress and support adrenals. I'm trying to think of my little pill box that I've got. I think that's it. So, I don't know. It's about being empowered and no one wanted to say, no, that's not good enough, and find it. Mm-hmm. Or urging to get to the root of the problem instead of giving a, a Band-Aid approach to the problem. Well, this is great that you're giving me this little less now. Why is this happening to me? Why? Like, what could it be? And off on a tangent, <laughs> say you're going to go, you know, a lot of people use WebMD and Google, Dr. Google, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Not cool, because... That's going to come up with mainstream medicine. So if you're going to try to find the root cause or get literature on the root cause, you're going to have to try to key in certain words with that, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it won't come up. It won't even come up in a search. I use a lot of, um, like as a layperson reference, I'll use Dr. Axe's website because he has a lot of stuff on there and it refers certain studies out there, what have you. So he does a lot of referencing, and then that's kind of like my rabbit hole. I'll, I'll follow that hole. Um, but if you do, let's say, uh, tinnitus and just tinnitus, none of that information will come up. It's just going to be mainstream. If you do tinnitus plus, say, Dr. Axe, he'll come up, and then you can follow his information to an appropriate source, or if you do tinnitus plus functional medicine or tinnitus plus what naturopathic medicine, mm-hmm. you've got to use keywords, otherwise it won't get there. And that's on Google. If you go to DuckDuckGo, you'll even find even more. It's a broader spectrum. Not as censored. Not, not as censored, yeah. I'm biased. It's hard to find good information, even when you know mm-hmm. what you're looking for. And if you have to, this is just the nerd in me. I get really excited about this, right? You use PubMed and you go through studies. Mm-hmm. Sarah's looking at me and she just doesn't appreciate that. That's not my role, but that's okay. I can appreciate it. But it's just, you got to dig. And you got to know where. For sure. Anything else? I don't think so. I mean, it kind of wraps into everything you've done and been through and... Um, all that kind of thing. So in summary, we're going to conclusion it like a little, like a little, I don't know what I'm trying to say, um, report. You can do a lot of these things on your own. You've got the Resources. resources to do it. If you don't know, please contact us and let us know. A lot of these testing you can do through us. Um, unfortunately, it's not going to be covered by your insurance. But you know, though, let's let's talk about that real quick because we get people that are often act offended 
um, that we don't take insurance as a pharmacy or that like our saliva hormone tests aren't covered by insurance or maybe the, um, the fecal tests aren't or the Genova tests aren't and that kind of thing. And, and think about what you would pay if you went and got a blood test at the hospital. Think about what you would pay for the $220 saliva test kit that you got to send in if it was at the hospital and a doctor could do it. Okay, so I'll give my dad as an example, right? In three months, he's got to go back for cholesterol checks because this was elevated for Medicare standards or something. Um, got, they've got good insurance. Well, let's just say considered good insurance. Mm-hmm. They get a bill from Quest Diagnostics for this, and it's probably 120 bucks. That's decent insurance. That's their copay. That's on the standard cholesterol panel. panel. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, like lipid panel. You go through Alta Labs. On your own, without your doctor. Uh, yeah. Um, they go through Quest Diagnostics, right? That's mm-hmm. where you get your blood tests, your labs drawn. So I checked for my parents' sake, and I think it was $25. <laughs> yeah, so not only were your parents paying a copay higher than the lab cost, but the insurance probably kicked in mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to be said for that. So before we go, you know, being angry that it's not covered by insurance, I think maybe we need to be angry because it's, I mean, maybe because it's not, but then you don't even want it to be because then it's just going to go up in price and be ridiculous. Or someone's safe for cheap, right? Yeah. I want, they'll order thyroid, blah, 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 blah. And I usually say, okay, well, let's look at, um... There's a lot of markers that we can look at, but sometimes I'll say, let's pull a B12 test. And if you have a, as a diagnosis as fatigue, insurance will pay for that. If fatigue's not tagged onto there, you better have a good, good, good reason why. Yeah. Um, or a lot of physicians, homocysteine or the high sensitive um, C-reactive protein, that's like this inflammatory marker, um, inflammation and diabetes and um, cardiovascular disease. And it's kind of like a, almost like a predictor. I like to look at that because that's going to be indicative of what your B12 status is too. But I, so a lot of times I'll give these people, when you go to your doctor, have this discussion. This is the test that I like to look at. They tell the doctor and I I think the doctor would have no problem ordering these tests, but I'm sorry, I can't order it because your insurance isn't going to pay for it. Your insurance isn't going to recognize the importance of why are we doing homocysteine or C-reactive protein. Which is complete garbage because we, I mean, we pay for that. Right. And if you do also lab tests, right, it's like, I think the combo between the two of them are around 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's a money game. It's a game. So I, you know. Because your insurance doesn't pay for it is not a good enough answer. No. Maybe in all our realm, right? When it comes to big medical testing. Yeah, but I mean, even if we look at you, how many thousands of dollars of tests did you have for them to come back and not give you an answer? I have. And give you a prescription. And give you a prescription of the copay. Your copay was $40 a month, and your insurance was probably paying three, $400 on. My Elmiron, I believe, was over a hundred. I want to say my cool. It was ridiculous. It was because it was brand new then. It was expensive, but I mean, so what? What? Maybe you have fifty thousand, maybe a hundred thousand into tests and all this stuff going to the doctors. And if you would have came here, say you your old self seen your future self, and future self says, "Well, I think you should get this 
poop test and this breath test. And then lastly, we're going to do this, uh, you know, test to rule out food sensitivities. And you spend $1,200. So sometimes when people get angry about this, I kind of want to be like, man, this is your health. I get it. It sucks that it's not covered. But if it was covered, it'd be a ton more money. And it, it just, I, they'd ruin it. In some way, they'd find a way to make it hard, to make it difficult, to make it more than it is. I guess to me, it just muddies the water where it doesn't need to be cloudy, muddy. It could be crystal clear. Uh-huh. If everybody's hand wasn't in the cookie jar, there's a bunch of messed up analogies. Muddy water, cookie jars, red <laughs> tape, throw them all together. There we go. So, do you have anything else to add to this? I'm sure I will after we hit stop. I feel like we say this in every episode, but again, this is not us hating on any... <laughs> I, I, I do, but I really mean it. I mean, we have mad respect for a lot of people that are in, I mean, your mom was a nurse, your sister's a nurse. Like, we get it. Like, we get how the system works. It just doesn't mean that it works well, in our opinion, in some instances, well, right? It, it may, right? For the, I don't want to say easy peasy case, but we are becoming, as a society, more complex cases. People are not seeing themselves That's true. better. That's true. We're getting more environmental triggers. We're getting more genetic triggers. I mean, it's the same flippant story. More genetic triggers, more food, and I mean, that's... Yeah, but we are, because our food's becoming more processed and modified, and our diets are getting worse. I mean, this couldn't be the most stressful. I mean, you're seeing kids that are not being, having good developmental social skills because of COVID. And kids that are anxious and they don't want to go back to school because of COVID I, and everything in between. What's that going to manifest down the road? Who and knows? It's going to be... Well, and then you're going to have people that are pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, and all the drama that comes with that, too. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, there's been a lot of trauma with COVID and even with, um, you know, being immunized and not being immunized, uh... I know it's divided families, so, you know, it's um, not a not a fun time. No. But I just wanted to say it's not, we're not hating on any, any, anybody. We uh, we respect everybody in the medical field, and no matter your modality. Our, I guess my thing, it's not even the stores thing, is I just really wish that everybody could work together. I see everybody being healthier when all the different doctors can work together without one thinking that they know more than the other or... Um, has a better route of treatment, but is open-minded enough to think about what's best for that individual in that individual circumstance. One day my dream will come true. If I win the lotto, better watch out. Howell, Howell Holistic Health Health will be alive and well. All right. Well. There's always a there's always pipe dreams down the road. We've got lots of those, and pipe dreams are what got us here, what got you here, I should say. I was just along for the ride. Heck yeah. That'd be awesome. So. I'll keep on manifesting. We'll manifest. Hope you guys are doing well out there. Um, and that's our rant about Hillary's health and everything in between. And. Oh, it kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thanks for listening, and um, we'll hope to be doing another one soon. Thanks.